Hi, and thanks for checking out our City Reach Philly podcast from wherever you are listening. We hope you are encouraged by this week's message. Praise God. So honored to be in the house of the Lord today. So honored to see so many uh, people in the house on this rainy day honoring our Lord and Savior. Uh, can, can we just give a little shout out for our dream team? The dream team is the, the folks who uh, were holding umbrellas out there for you as you came in, many of you, who, who the, the, the people serving here singing, the, the folks who are, are in the nursery, the folks who uh, clean this church are part of our dream team, and we would love for you to be part of, of our dream team. We'll tell you that there is room in, on the team for you. Amen? Uh, my name is uh, Pastor Mark Navales, and, and I get to pastor a wonderful church where we're all about reaching the one who is far from God and helping them, you and me, become passionate followers of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. How many know that there's still power in the name of Jesus? How many know that there's some folks, hallelujah, in, in this community, in this city, in this region, in this state who need freedom? That only comes through the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Glory to God. Y'all got my wife last week. <laughs> I was so blessed on my wife's preaching last week. And, uh, and really, really thrilled about what God is doing. So really seeing how the messages uh, over the last few months have just fallen into place. And um, if, you, if you know anything about your pastor... Um, I, I I don't really think about the future too much. I'm, I'm about today, maybe tomorrow. I could think about next week. Uh, and in many ways, it's hard for me to think farther than that. And my wife is the opposite. My wife thinks my wife is already in 2020, probably in her planning. And it's good. We work we work like that. Um, sometimes it's a little painful, but we, you know we've been married 22 years, so we, we we're understanding each other each other a little more. And I say that to say that my wife will ask me all the time, she said, what's the next sermon series? What's the next sermon series? What are you preaching about next? And she wants to start planning. And, and there's some other folks in the room who ask me that too. And um, sometimes I get pressure. I'm like, man, what, 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 you know, what do you want to pray? And all of a sudden, I didn't even have to think about this sermon series. It just flowed. And the Holy Spirit kind of led me there. And I, I'm not going to get into all the details. But I, I, I share that because... The Holy Spirit is longing to lead you in your journey, right? Yes. Not just a pastor, but he wants to lead you in every way. And I share it because truly, truly, as she asked me, I just said, thy kingdom come. Yes. And that's the sermon series, right? And it's probably more powerful than I can even imagine because, believe me, I didn't make it up. It comes from his word. And there's power in his word. And the Holy Spirit is here right now, and he's leading this whole thing. But just seeing how the last few months, you know, we talked about our mindset. We've been talking about how we got to change our mindset because we, 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 we've been corrupted, right? And, and how, you know, the Bible says, as a man thinketh, that's, that's who he is. So how you think, that's how you are. And how you think will, will set the limits in your life. And so we need a, a change of mind daily. And so we talked about that, and then we went into kind of abiding, abiding with Christ and, and how we want him, we want the Holy Spirit to abide here. That means we want him to remain here. How, how many want the Holy Spirit to remain here? Well, not only does he want to remain here, but he wants to remain on the avenue, right? He wants to remain in your house. 
He wants to remain in your marriage. He wants to remain when you, he wants to remain in you, right? And we talked about, we've been talking about how, how we pray sometimes a little wrong. And I said, I've been praying wrong for so long in my life where I say, God, bring transformation. God, bring transformation. We need transformation. God, transform. Look at the city. Look at this. Look at that. You need to transform it, God. Instead of praying, God, transform me so that I can make the difference, right? Transform me because the transformation comes through you. Yes, Lord. It comes through you. And it's a responsibility, right, that we all have. I have a responsibility. One day I stand before God, and he'll say, hey, did you do what I told you to do? And I'll say, well, I, I did my best. And one day you'll stand before God, right? And you'll have to give account, right? And I'm not putting pressure on you. I'm just putting pressure on you. Yeah. Right? We need a little pressure to understand that we have to give account to God. That's why we need a mindset change. That's why we need, him, we need to abide in Christ. Right, so that the Holy Spirit will abide in us, begin to transform us, so that then wherever we go, transformation is. Right? How many want to see a change in their community? How many want to see a change, right? In Kensington, here in Tacony, right? In Oxford Circle, I believe God wants to do that more than anything He wants to do it. But He does it through you. As you make yourself available to Him, he begins to do it. So the, the title of this sermon series is Thy Kingdom Come. And I don't usually preach out of the, the King James, uh, but, but today I'm going to touch a little bit. And this, the King James is nothing scary. It's just a version of the Bible. There's all kinds of different versions of the Bible. You need to find one that really speaks to you. Uh, I don't really use it, but Thy Kingdom Come is another prayer that I've been praying wrong most of my life, right? So Thy Kingdom Come really comes out of, a, out of the prayer when the disciples told Jesus, we don't know how to pray. Teach us how to pray. And Jesus gave them a, a, a sample prayer. He says, here's how you pray. Maybe you know this prayer. Maybe you don't know this prayer. It's not uh, really long. I'm going to read it. And this is out of the King James. So Jesus said, this is how you pray. Disciples, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done as it is in heaven. Give us this daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory, forever. Amen. How many have prayed that prayer before? Hallelujah. Most, a lot of us, you know, if you went especially to Christian school or Catholic church or school or church, you said that prayer. Um, if you went to Sunday school, you probably learned that prayer. Um, but I always looked at it as thy kingdom come, saying, Jesus come, second coming, rapture, and I need you to come so that so we can leave, right? It's about us leaving. And, and I don't I don't know what you're upbringing, but the way I was raised was forget this world, let's just go to the next, right? Jesus come. They want to hear that trumpet. I, I, I don't know about you, there's been moments in my life where I'm really feeling really good with the Lord. I'm feeling really solid. I feel good. I'm like, God, if you would just blow that trumpet now, Jesus, so I can go. But that's not what this is talking about. It's not about us leaving. It's about him coming to reside here with us on earth. See, see, that is the kingdom that Jesus came to preach. He, he, he came to preach a kingdom about him residing here through you and I. He, he's talking about a true heaven on earth that flows through you and me. 
I hope y'all with me so far. I hope I'm not trying to complicate things. I'm trying to make it simple. See, see, it's not about us trying to impress. It's not us doing great doing great things on our own. It's about us humbling ourselves, submitting to Him, and saying, "Thy kingdom come in my heart. Thy kingdom come in my mind. Thy kingdom come upon my hands. Thy kingdom come upon my feet." Thy kingdom come, O Raman Shakitanama, upon my eyes. Thy kingdom come upon my ears. Right? And then transformation begins to happen. All of a sudden, the stuff I was fearful for, like they were singing, I'm not fearful of that anymore, right? All of a sudden, those things that were important to me, they're not so important to me. Because it ain't about me no more. It's about the kingdom that resides in me, through me, to bring transformation to a world that is lost. That's it. That's it. See, you have a responsibility. I have a responsibility before God not to just keep driving by and say, look at them, look at them, look at them, look at them. I feel bad for them. It's about God change me so I can make a difference in their life. And it ain't so hard. Sometimes God just uses a smile, right? Right? You just got to smile because we don't smile enough because we're so broken because the kingdom isn't flowing through us. We're not even able to smile. Sometimes you ain't even got a smile. Just a, it's just a, a, a connection of the eyes, right? That's it. A connection of the eyes. And all of a sudden, the kingdom begins to flow through you. That's all right. I'm excited about this sermon series. I'm, I'm learning so much about the kingdom. So Jesus says in verse 10 there, he says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. He's talking to the Father. Well... As it is, he, 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 done in earth as it is in heaven. He, he, see, he wants to flow. He wants to flow through the through the, the streets of Philadelphia Church. You know, and over the next few weeks, we're going to dive into this kingdom thing, this kingdom thing, this kingdom thing. And it's crazy because Pastor Francisco, in the first service, he was talking about it. He was talking about it. It wasn't even his sermon. He was talking about it. I'm like, oh, this is confirmation. And, and, and then... You know, when Jasmine was up here uh, uh, just proclaiming, you know, this is kingdom, see? And we're going to get there, but, but, but when she talked about putting a chair down and having a conversation with the devil, Lord have mercy. don't you know that God has given you dominion to do that? That's it. That's it. You know, there's times when we're running from the devil for, we're moving to Florida, we're moving to Chicago, running from the devil, right? Yes, sir. Instead of sitting him down in his place, right, and say, hey, mister, I'm done running. It's your turn. It's your turn to run. But there's an authority, there's a dominion that God has given you so that we can say that to the enemy. And what the Bible says, the Bible says, resist the devil and he shall flee. Flee. But too, too, too long, we're not resisting, we're running, right? We're running from him. Glory to Jesus. So, so let's get into this kingdom thing. There's three main points or statements, whatever you want to call them, I'm going to share. Number one is this. God's original plan was to extend his kingdom in heaven here on earth. That's what creation is about. Creation. He created Adam and Eve, the, the, the Garden of Eden, all the things, so that what? It would reflect his kingdom in heaven. So let's understand that. That's his plan. His plan has not changed. That's right. 
right? His plan has not changed. He still wants, and this is still God's intent. His intent is still that his kingdom in heaven would, would flow here on earth. All right. He wanted to establish a kingdom on earth that represented the kingdom in heaven. Yes. His vision was to create a family, that's you and I, a family who would be just like him. And we would represent him on earth. We would represent his kingdom on earth. Uh, uh, his, his plan for the family would, was that this. So we would release, establish, and execute his heavenly kingdom here on earth. Yes. Y'all with me still? Yes, sir. All right, number two. Was that? Number two was this, that his family would release, establish, and execute his heavenly kingdom on earth. That's you and me. That's our responsibility. That's one of the reasons you were created. We can lie to ourselves. We can run. We can listen to some other folks. But God says this. He says, your purpose is so that you would release, establish, and execute his kingdom here on earth. Yes, Lord. Praise God. Number three. God's plan was never to establish a religion on earth, but his kingdom. Yes. Talk about it. Not about religion. We're not here representing a religion. We're here representing a relationship with a king. Long live the king. Long live the king. Some kingdom men in the house. I'm so proud of our kingdom men. I just encourage you kingdom men, keep seeking the Lord. Keep seeking the Lord. Keep See, see, that's another thing, God. God brought this thing about kingdom men that Juan Molina was bothering me for about two years. Kingdom men, pastor, we got to do this kingdom men. I said, all right, well, we'll get to it. But in God's time, we got to it. And now we got some men in the house with Kingdom Men t-shirts. Thank you, Juan. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Right? And in our Spanish church, we got hombres del reino. Right? Kingdom men. You see, our men in the house, our men on the street, our, we've been lied to for too long. We've been sitting dormant too long. We have a responsibility before God. And it's not a threat, brothers. It's a promise. It's a promise that God wants to lift you up. That God has something powerful for you. Maybe you don't know how to father. Maybe you don't know how to husband. Maybe you don't know how to provide. But God will show you when we submit to him. And he raises us up to be the men he intended. That we would represent his kingdom well. That we would bring transformation to our marriage. That we would, can't you know? Don't you know that he will use you and she will follow you? I don't care how destroyed it may look. See, see, religion is not God's concept. It's an attempt by man to find God. That's what religion is. It's an attempt, and there's all kinds of names for it. Don't don't nobody get offended. There's all kinds of names for it. Christianity, Islam, Catholicism, Hinduism, Buddhism, Atheism, Mormonism, and the list continues to go on. That's right. Notice I said Christianity, right? Yeah, yeah. See, Christianity wasn't a name that was ever given to us by God. Well, see, see, God never called us Christians, right? Right. He calls us sons and daughters. That's it. That's it. The world called us Christians. Yeah. Right. So when people say, "Are you a Christian?" You can say, "Yes, I guess." If you don't want to bring confusion, you can say, "Well, I'm just a son. I'm just a daughter." Yeah. 
of an all-powerful king. Praise God. Glory to Jesus. So Jesus, because Adam, and if it would have been me, I would have done the same thing, but Adam sinned. You know, she sinned first. You know, Eve sinned first. Um, but mankind sinned, right? And because they sinned, there was this broken relationship between man and God. And God said, you got to go. you got to go. And for thousands of years, there was a separation there where God only spoke to certain individuals, right? He moved through certain individuals. But that wasn't God's plan. That wasn't kingdom, right? That they, they lived under a law to, to keep them, you know, straight before God. And they, that didn't work. But, but there was something that had to happen. So in order to reestablish that relationship with Adam, right, which is you, God sends a new Adam. And his name was Jesus. Yes, sir. And this new Adam comes in the house. He appears on earth. And he starts to reestablish his kingdom, right? And Jesus starts preaching about the kingdom. And he starts talking about kingdom. And he said this about the kingdom. And he says, if you want to be part of my kingdom, you've got to be like a child, right? He starts preaching. He starts teaching it. Because it's a new mindset that he's trying to bring. Not just to the people he was preaching to, but to you and to me. Right? He's talking kingdom. And we got to start thinking kingdom. So Jesus, what did he do? He lived. He breathed. He sweat a little. He bled a little. He felt just like you and I. He experienced many of the things we experienced, right? He was nailed to a cross and they killed him, right? Yeah. But he did it because he wanted to reestablish his kingdom. That's it. Right? So he did it. So what happens? The Bible says that three days, three days later, he took him, himself out of that grave, right? It was a borrowed grave because he didn't need to buy it because he wasn't going to be there too long, right? So all he did was he took himself out of his own, out of that borrowed grave, right? Well, I feel like preaching an Easter sermon right now. What he did. The Bible says he took his own life out of that thing. Yes, Ain't nobody prayed for him. He said, I just take it myself. He said, devil, sit back down. Yes. And then that's what he did. And because that happened, you and I have access to the kingdom. Yes, Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. It's the reason this church exists. This church exists to reestablish a relationship, a partnership a friendship, a love story between you and your king, right? That's why we're here. It's all about the king. When we begin to understand that it's not so much about me, right? And I, I, I think some many of you are going through this right now. There's some trials. There's some tribulations. There's some pain. There's some struggles that you feel yourself going through. You're like, oh, God, when is this one going to end? What God is doing, he's trying to let you understand that don't depend on anybody else but the king. Don't depend on your plan. Don't depend on your wisdom. Don't depend, hallelujah, on your uh, logic. Kingdom logic supersedes our human logic. It's about that relationship with the king. How many want to have a relationship with the king? Glory to Jesus. And that's our prayer here at City Reach Philly, or City Reach Church, sorry. City Reach Church is that you and I would discover him. That the brother out there would discover him. And my primary function as a pastor is this, to point to the king. Well, that's it. That's my job. Yes, sir. Pastor, I'm going to the, there's the king. There you go. Don't forget the king is right there. Yes. Well, pastor, look at the devil. He's sitting down. Yeah. 
He said that. Don't, don't look at him. Fix your eyes on Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Fix you. That's my job. My job. Hallelujah. It's to point to, to him to tell you to remind you that he is faithful. Yes. To remind you that he still restores. Yes. To remind you that the king still cares. To remind you that the king still loves. He still fixes. He's still He's still the light of the world. He's still the good shepherd. He's still the breath of my life. He is the way, the truth, hallelujah, and the life, hallelujah. He is the light of Judah. He continues to be sinless. He is the holy one. He is the prince of peace. He is my savior. He is my lord. He is my healer. He is my provider. He is the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end. Can we get
the politi local politicians, and we got to do what we are. You know, we're going to block this little block on the side for a block party. And his representatives came, they said, no, 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 why don't we block off 6,800? We'll give you some money, right? We'll give you some money. And we'll get you some connections, right? Because it's not the politicians' money, right? In the end, it all belongs to the king. Right? And so I'm going to just say it. You know, they gave us a, a you know, $5,000. Praise God. I was sitting here a little while ago. I said, God, thank you for the $5,000. And the Holy Spirit said, son, I have millions at my disposal. Don't get satisfied with the thousands. But I'm the king. I own it all. Yeah. You want to be my kingdom? You become part of the kingdom. What is mine becomes yours. I'm going to give a glory for that. John 1, verse 12, it says this, But as many as received him, to them, that's you, gave he power to become the sons of God and daughters, right? Even to them that believe on his name. When we believe in our hearts, right? And we confess with our mouth that he's our king, that we need him, that without him, you know, our life is just, it, it, it's limited. It's limited. But when you become part of the kingdom, the limits come off, right? Because he's the king. And we believe that, and then we become sons and daughters, right? It's different when you're a son or daughter in the house than when you're a guest, right? To be a son you have, or a daughter, you have to become like your daddy. Yes, Lord. There has to be some change in us. We've got to begin to search for him. As we search for him, he begins to change us, right? As we, as we submit to him, all of a sudden some things begin to transform in us. When, 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 when we become a son and a daughter, all of a sudden we become a citizen in his kingdom. Right? We're citizens. A citizen has rights. Yes. So you're a son, you're a daughter, you're a citizen, right? The Bible all says that we're ambassadors yes. of Christ. So there's four, four titles, well three. Son or daughter, citizen, ambassador. Yes. Right? You get to represent his kingdom. That's what an ambassador does. An ambassador, right? An ambassador goes to another country, and the, the place he lives in, I don't know if you knew this, becomes territory of the original state, right? So if you're an ambassador, let's say, I don't know, where you want, where you want to go? Costa Rica? Okay, you're an ambassador to, um, Bora Bora. Bora Praise them. This is talking faith, right? So you're an ambassador to Bora Bora. When you get to Bora Bora and they put you in the embassy, the embassy is territory of the United States, right? And so if you're an ambassador, wherever you place your feet is territory of the king, right? So that's the mentality we want to get to, all right? The, the, the God's intent for his kingdom was for you and I to rule earth from a heavenly realm. Through the spirit man instead of the earthly man that you see in front of me, right? So you see this man, but there's a spirit man in me that God wants to rule this earth through. Yes. 
Let's go. Let's see what the Bible says about that. It's in Genesis 126, 27. It says this. And God said this. It says, God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. They say this. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man. This is verse 27. It's not up there. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And so that's what God did. He created us in his likeness. So we're like the king. He creates us like the king in his image. We just come into this world and we lose track of that. We get lost in the sauce, right? We get lost in the mess. And today is a reminder that you were created in his image to do some kingdom work. Yes. Right? Yes. To be a son and a daughter. Praise God. And, and so if we're like the king, we're ambassadors, because we're like our daddy, then we need a domain to rule. Yes. I need a domain to rule. You were created to rule a domain here on earth in the spirit. And after we start ruling that in the spirit, it becomes alive in the natural. Yes. So a king needs a domain. A king needs a domain. A king needs a domain. What do we call that domain? His kingdom. Kingdom. Kingdom comes from, from king domain, right? That's it. That's it. So that's why the, the devil has such a big issue with you. That's why the devil's always attacking. That's why he's sending his, his crew out to get us, right? He has a huge issue because the domain, hallelujah, was given to you and not to him. That's it. Yes, sir. The domain, the kingdom was given to you and not to him. Yes. Now, he'll take it if you let him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's taking a lot of it because we let him. Because we let him. That's all because right. like Jasmine said, we didn't say, sit down, devil. It's not your domain. That's right. It's my domain. Because I was created in the image of the king. Yes, He's given me dominion. He's given me authority to sit you down. Sit you down. When's the last time we sat the devil down? See, see, it's a mindset. 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 Praise God. It's all about the kingdom. See, see, Satan will enter. He'll enter a... a, a, a <laughs> Satan, he'll enter a domain. He'll enter a community when there's no kingdom men or kingdom women representing it, right? He'll enter, he'll, he'll, he'll take dominion in a second. He's been doing it forever, right? That's what he does. He takes dominion. But we've been called to take dominion over that thing. That's what we've been called to do. And, and so, church, what I, what I want to say to you today is that we, were, we are created in his image for something greater that none of us can ever imagine, that, 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 that there's... See, because we live our lives... Limiting God over and over and over. I'm speaking for myself. And I'm going to use this example. When we give to the Lord, and many of you gave, and we gave to the young lady, and praise God for that. But, but many times we give according to our lack, right? And not according to the king we serve, right? And many times we give according to our need, and not according to the dream that he placed in you. That's it. Right? And so we wonder, right? We wonder why, why we, we, we stay in the same place sometimes. And that's just not money. It's just our lives. It's just our time. 
And, you know, what are we doing with our time? How are we wasting our time? Or are we using our time for the kingdom? You know, what have we, if we're honest with ourselves, when's the last time we did something for the king? Right? When's the last time we did something for the king? And again, this is not to put anybody down. This is just a reality check. We need a re- you need a reality check. I need a reality check. See, because the Holy Spirit tells me all the time, there's still more for you to give, Mark. Well, he tells me that all the time. He says, would you just give, would you, he, I heard this last night. He said, would you empty yourself of yourself? Would you empty yourself of yourself? He said, that's it. Would you empty yourself of yourself? That's it. See, because when it's about me, then it's not about the kingdom. It's either or. Is it about the kingdom? And God keeps taking me deeper and lower and taking stuff from me. And like, God, what else is it? He said, then you still haven't emptied yourself of yourself. There's still more to empty, Mark. There's still parts of your heart that you hold on to. There's still parts of your life that you haven't submitted to me. That's what he says to me. But we have to let go of those things. We have to let go of those things in order for the kingdom to flow. See, when, when the kingdom flows, hallelujah, when the kingdom flows, you're no longer chasing money. Uh-oh. Money starts chasing you. That's it. That's it. I don't know about you. I'm tired of chasing money. I'm chasing money for 21 years of my, 46 years of my life. Chasing money, chasing this, chasing all this stuff. The majority of it wasn't kingdom stuff. It was Mark feel-good stuff, right? Oh, if I get this, people are going to look up to me. If I get that title, I do this, I'm going to get it. But I'm chasing, right? I'm chasing. But the kingdom isn't about chasing. The kingdom is about receiving. But we don't only receive as we give, give of everything. It's about giving our lives to him, to the kingdom, to understand that it's about him in the end. That, that our lives are here for a moment and gone in a second. Every one of us know that. Did a couple funerals this couple past week. My uncle just passed away last. Life is short. You don't know how long you're here. God is saying, look, I'm the king. You're my son. You're my daughter. I have blessings for you. I have favor for you. But you got to let it go. You got to let your plan go. You got to let your, 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 in the end, that's all junk. It's all junk. It's all junk that we hold on to so firmly. The devil tells you it's important, but it's not. See, Jesus came to reestablish dominion in you. Psalms 115, verse 14 and 16, it says this. May the Lord cause you to flourish, both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord. The maker of heaven and earth. The highest heavens belong to the Lord. But the earth he has given to mankind. It's yours. It's yours. Maybe nobody's ever told you that. But there's a domain here on earth in the spiritual realm that you're responsible for. And I'll ask you today, who's residing? Who's governing that domain that belongs to you? Is it your job? Is it your checking account? Is it your spouse? Is it your mom? Or is it you? Church is stand today.
Galatians chapter 4, verse 26, it says this, For you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. So I, I don't know where your life is, but, but you have an idea. You have an idea where your, where your spirit life is. And, and I, I know that the Holy Spirit's already been showing you that. He's been showing you that today. And I would just challenge you and urge you to give him room. To let some stuff go and, and allow him to begin to flow through you. That he would, he would change our mindset. It would no longer be an earthly mindset, but it would be a kingdom mindset. Where there's victory, where there's power, where there's adventure. And it's for you, it's for you, it's for you. Do not settle for the garbage of this world. Can we just close our eyes for, for a moment? You know that the Holy Spirit has been talking to you. Hallelujah. I'm going to count to three and you say, that's me. That's me. I, I, need, I, need, I need to reestablish my kingdom on earth by acknowledging the king. I want you to raise your hand really high. One, two, three. Every eye closed. That's, that's his hands up all over the room. The king honors you raising your hand right now. The king sees your hand. He says, son, daughter, I have not left you. I've been here the whole time. The king says, I am for you and not against you. The king says, you are not forsaken. You are the apple of my eye, he says. Church, can we raise our hands up with, that, with, with, with the folks who rose their hands? Hallelujah. Can we just pray together out loud? Jesus, Jesus. Be, my be my king. I want to reestablish my relationship with you. I am a son or daughter. Say that again. I am a son, whatever you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, let's say it again. I am a. Let's do it loud like we mean it. I am a son. Devil, sit your butt down. Stay down. Me to take dominion, yes, take dominion. Of, my domain, of my domain that the king, that the king entrusted, me with. entrusted me with. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. change my heart, change my, heart. My, mind, my mind, my life, my life. In, Jesus name. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we give him glory in this place? Church, I don't care if it's your first time here, you're in, you are part of the church right now. If you need prayer today, if you need healing today, the King is here. The presence of the Holy Spirit is here. We would love to pray with you. You can pray at your seat if you like, but, but we, would, we would love to pray with you. And, and so as the, the worship team sings, I would just urge you to come forward, come forward, come forward. Come, take a step towards the King this morning. Take a step towards the king. Gracias, Señor Jesús.
Thanks for listening this week. We hope you enjoyed the message. Please subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen on. Have a blessed week.